This episode of The Diablo Show is brought to you by Patreon.com slash FrogPants, where you can support great shows like The Diablo Show and get all the content you want for very little. Chuck a buck at us per month, maybe. It's so easy, and it's so cheap, and you get so much content. Patreon.com slash FrogPants. So I am completely, 100%, totally, utterly hooked on gem leveling at this point in Greater Rifts. And uh, as you know, last week, I hadn't really gotten my head around what was going on in there other than I knew, you know, I'd done, I had done the series of Greater Rifts. I had enjoyed myself, had a good time, but I had not gotten my head around gems and how they were working. I'd misread a couple of things. I looked at the gem and said something about level 25. I'm like, I can't even equip these until I'm ranked 25. What does that even mean? No, no, no. You rank up the gem, Scott, you big dumbass. You, you, you finish a rift. You talk to Blue Lady. She says, here, uh, you got a choice. You can either walk out of here with a stone that'll get you started on a higher level than you came in. Or you can uh, upgrade a gem you already have. And now I've got 10 or something. A few, uh, I had some duplicates, so I'm, I think 10 uniques. Eight, maybe? Maybe it was 10 total, two or copies. Anyway, got to catch them all. Got to get them all, right? But anyway, yeah, and so uh, I did a little bit of experimenting. I tried doing the stone thing, rank that thing up so I can go into the higher level and get potentially better loot. And pretty consistently, I'm getting at least one legendary and a legendary gem. Those are guaranteed to drop, I guess, until you have them all. And even then, do they still drop? That I haven't looked up. But anyway, I've gotten real lucky with the uh, the other legendaries. They're not necessarily supposed to drop. But they do there. However, the irony of it all is I was running just a normal difficulty quick run through Act 1 and I saw a body in the corner of the screen, went up there and kicked him and he pooped out the missing piece that I've been waiting for forever, the chest piece for the Firebird set. Uh, so that was that was nice. Another reminder to click and kick, man. There is no reason not to got a few emails though from people saying they feel bad kicking these bodies like in real life this would be a terrible desecration of the dead and i guess they're right in some ways well i guess they're right in the in the one way which is that's a dead body and you kicked it and took its money anyway gem leveling and greater rifts grifts as the kids call it you know good times in there having a real ball it's fun and i quit doing so i quit um ranking the gems up and I just started, or sorry, no, I am ranking gems up. I quit ranking the stone up because what's the point in that? I mean, I'd rather go in with a fresh greater rift stone, do the trial, the little wave based, you know, how good are you trial, go in at like level, I think it puts me in at nine or 10 on the average and fight the good fight and walk out of there with a new gem, upgrade it three times or another one that you're wearing already. And uh, it's addicting. Beating your old times is addicting. Like it's it's a fun it's a fun mode. I know some people are not so sure about how much they love the gem system, but I think that's a cool extra thing to do. I mean, there's a million ways to tweak your gear and play with your gear, and this is just another way to do it. So I think I'm into it. Is there such a thing? I haven't bothered to check or don't know that I've ever seen this, but is there such a thing as a, a ring with two gem slots or a 
um, amulet with two gem slots because, you know, I can I can only imagine you'd want to. I mean, it's, well, I don't know. Maybe that's why they've limited it to those two items because they're never going to have more than one gem slot. I should look that up because I would love to stack that stuff in there. It's cool, though. I like this. I like new ways to play, man. That's what they've given us here. And then, real quick, something funny happened on the way to the Demon Hunter over there in Heart of the Swarm. Or, sorry, Heart of the Swarm. Jeez. Heroes of the Storm. Hot. Same thing, right? Heroes of the Storm, now in its phase of technical beta-tude, or alpha-tude, or whatever, where they're not going to wipe characters anymore, so your progression is saved. One of the benefits or gifts of having a Reaper of Souls pre-purchase was in that game that they gave you a free Demon Hunter character to play with. She's a, I forgot her name. It's like Aelia or, she has a name. She's a named dude, character lady. Anyway, she's a Demon Hunter though. Straight up, crossbows, looks like a Demon Hunter, stands the way they do. It's a female Demon Hunter in every way, visually. And I hadn't played her before and have actually sort of been actively avoiding that game until they quit wiping character progress. So now I'm kind of back in and man, if you're busy playing Diablo and then you go to play that, it is a shock to your system because the control scheme, while in theory should be very similar, you're a three quarter kind of camera above the world view. You're clicking on the ground to move, but it's opposite. So you're moving with your, your, your movement is a different click mouse click button than your attack. And so you have to remember that. Also, things like one of her abilities is the vault ability, which you have in Diablo. It's a thing I use all the time with my guy. It's a maneuverability uh, ability. And in Diablo, it's instant, and it goes whatever direction you pointed your your cursor. Or in the case of the console version, whichever way you're pointing the stick. In that game, you hit it to activate it to make it so it's a thing you can now pull off. And then you left mouse click in the direction, creates a little faint arrow in the pointing in the direction you want to go. And then you got to point to go there and then click it. It's like a confirmation, basically. It's fine. It's got its own control scheme. The whole game follows this control scheme. I'm just saying, if you're used to playing straight up Diablo proper and then you're thrown into the hot's land and you're trying to control your demon hunter, it's a very odd feeling and experience rolling around with Tyrael or playing Diablo. That makes sense because you never get to play them in the game. So you don't know what they feel like, but there's a visual cue with this character that kicks into your brain. Your brain's like, I know how this controls yet. It doesn't control the way your brain thinks it's supposed to. It is throwing me off hardcore and totally weirding me out. I mean, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not saying I can't figure it out. I will figure it out. And and already kind of have figured it out, okay? I mean, let's be honest here. It's not that difficult to get past it. But it's just something in my head goes, boop, you got that wrong. Boop, you big idiot. Boop, oh, I did it wrong again. David from Eugene, Oregon here. Man, when you finally uh, get RN Jesus to help you out and you get the treasure realm. RN Jesus. All right, sorry, keep going. It's not even the gold you get during the realm. It's the gem you get, the boon of the hoarder. You are going to love it. That thing is so awesome. I don't, I'm running it. Don't care about more damage. Give me piles and piles of gold. I'm up to like 400 million. Well, aren't you Mr. Fancy Pants? No, I, I still haven't gotten that 
gold goblin realm thing. But you guys who have sure are quick to tell me. Sure are, sure are just sitting around waiting to let me know and rub my face in it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, uh, congrats, though. And I would love 400 million gold. I would turn off all my gold find options. Because who cares, right? At that point. And I'd put that all into something else. Life on hit or something else. I've only got about 48 million right now, and part of that used to be 60. I'm way down because I did a bunch of gemming, and oh, oh, bruh, that's so expensive. Gemming. But, uh, yeah. Man, I'm having fun right now. Patch 2.1 is live on consoles. Did you know? Did you know, console players? Are you aware? Well, I hope you are. I probably told you that was doing it while you went to go play it, and I said, hey, we got a patch. You want to install it? And you installed it. I didn't know this was coming. I mean, I guess there were some indicators, but it was kind of stealthy. 2.1 deployed on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 specifically. Not the old console versions. Not the uh, previous gen. Alright, so no PS3 or Xbox 360 upgrades. Anyway, console players can now enjoy all the content that comes with 2.1 that we've been enjoying on PCs and Macs for so long. Uh, Seasons, however... And exclusive legendaries tied to Seasons are, again, as a reminder, only available on the PC and Mac. So there's a blue post with a summary of features that have been added. You can go check that out if you want. Uh, But it's, you know, riffs, greater riffs, some new legendaries that are just part of, you know, the patch, the legendary gems, all that stuff. So the way I look at this is actually kind of good. They didn't get seasons, sure, that kind of sucks. And we did, but hey, they got that mailbox, like, hey, check the mail, somebody sent you a bunch of rad legendaries deal thing, system, that the PC version doesn't have. So boo-hoo for us, and boo-hoo for you. I think it feels like a pretty, it's a pretty good trade. They've got one exclusive cool thing, we have an exclusive cool thing. Now, moving forward from here, who knows? Part of this was uh, double XP and double goblin buffs on consoles. And it's for a limited time. They didn't give the... Did they give it a date? I want to say, yeah, the 10th. They didn't give it an end date. Oh, here it is, 17th. 10th to the 17th. Today is the 10th, isn't it? No, 11th today, so it started yesterday. Uh, prepare to be enlightened, they say. This is in a blue post. For a limited time, enjoy 100% bonus XP. The bonus will stack with other existing uh, bonuses in the game, including, but not limited to, those provided by in-game items, shrines, and pools of reflection. This is for PS3 and Xbox 360. So they're getting an XP bump. That's cool. Now, I think that assumes you're connected to the internet so it can apply the bonus, because otherwise, you're not. how's it going to know? Uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, here's what you're getting. Double your treasure, double your fun. For a limited time, all treasure goblin spawns in the game have been doubled. So when you see one, there will be two. We did this on the PC a while back. Uh, This bonus XP and double treasure goblin period ends, or begins, rather, in all regions yesterday, October 10th at uh, 12 a.m. That was Pacific Data Time. It will end October 17th, 12 a.m. Pacific Data Time. For all uh, zone assistance, go, or for time zone assistance, go to everytimezone.com. They want to make sure that dummies know what the hell they're talking about i guess uh we don't love the kadala changes it turns out on the whole at a macro level players are kind of up in arms and blizzard seems to be at least listening people don't like it 
If you recall, the way the, the deal went is she had all her prices dramatically increased. So blood shards, you know, everything cost more. However, they said that there was a significant increase in her likelihood of dropping or giving you a legendary. So my experience so far has been no legendaries and spending my shards lots faster. So I'm not so sure it's equal. In other words, I would, I, look, I would rather have a ton of shards and the ability to buy a bunch of things and just get lucky once in a while than I would to buy only a few and only get lucky, lucky once in a while because it feels like I'm never getting lucky. It's not, I don't like it either. So I'm with these people. This is what they say. Hey guys, wanted to jump in and say uh, some things in this thread. Very solid feedback from all sides of the discussion. They're always very grateful for that. We've been watching the topic of Kadala's reward rate for some time and how people feel about it after the recent patch and hotfix to crafting materials. Uh, we have our own data on how frequently uh, players are getting certain items. Seeing these uh, discussions gives us valuable insight on how you feel about certain changes, uh, which isn't something we can get easily from our data. I'll be passing this feedback to the dev team. Again, thanks for keeping the discussion constructive. Here's my prediction. People are getting them more often than they think, but Blizzard knows this better than anyone. It doesn't feel that way. And if it doesn't feel that way, it's like saying, well, we know something's fun, but if it doesn't feel fun, then is it fun? If she's giving more rewards, but you're not seeing it very often and it feels like she's not, is she? I mean, you know, wrap your head around that. I think they're going to change it. It'll get tweaked. I don't know how much but a little bit. They'll scale it back. That's how this works. It's an iterative process. And we'll get there. We got an email from Aculeus. Aculeus? It says, after spending three or so days farming... Whoops, my pages went weird. There we go. Three or four days exclusively farming for treasure goblins. I'm proud to say, goblins? Goblins. I'm proud to say that I found the vault and received the legendary gem, Boon of the Hoarder. Which basically gives, we heard Minnis on the call a little bit. Uh, gives us major explosions of gold when you kill monsters. This gem can only be found by defeating greed. I found an article posted on Diablo Inc. Gamers that gave some good tips on where to farm for them. And some things to remember to maximize your gold and treasure find while in the vault. I recommend having uh, items such as gold skin, gladiators, gauntlets, uh, castrine braces, I say it, bracers, castrine, castrine, whatever, and other gold fight items when you're ready to enter the vault. Well, yeah, you want to, you know, maximize your gold. Uh, Please show this with everyone on the Diablo Show. Good luck finding the vault. Aculeus is his name, or Aculus. And uh, again, that's over on uh, Diablo Inc. Gamers. Just Google it and you'll find it. And I'm going to do that. But the problem is, I need it to pop first. (sighs) And that gem sounds awesome and I will totally wear that gem. Are you kidding me? Holy crap. I mean, that's, that's, I'll wear it till the end of time. The kind of gold I'm hearing about people making is just freaking disgusting. Hey Scott, did you look at the BlizzCon schedule for this year? It was really interesting to see the panel for Diablo 3 was titled What's Next? So your prediction about a new expansion being announced at this BlizzCon might be right. What do you think it'll be about? Your thoughts are much appreciated. Love the show. By the way, I found the treasure vault. Haha. Damn it! Ugh. 
That's three of you today alone. And that's just the ones I pulled to play on the show and having the emails. What is my deal? Every time I see a goblin, I'm like, oh, you're the one, you're the one, you're the one. And he's not the one. He's never the one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, they got... So, all right. So, we have the schedule. I'm going to be there. I'm hoping if some of you will be, you'll make sure and say hi. Uh, if you're part of the AIE Guild or our our uh, FERT team that runs on in Diablo, you can cert- certainly, certainly, certainly come by the, uh, the AIE Guild Hall and say hi there in the Hilton. I'll be there a lot, and um, very, it'll be nice to meet some Diablo uh, show fans. That'll be good. Anyway, so yeah, the what's next for D3 panel. It's going up against the WoW movie panel. So here's a theory. I'm, I love the name. Like, what's next makes me go, ooh, what does that mean, right? They also have a panel for StarCraft. Uh, I, one would assume their what's next panel is all about the Void expansion, whatever it is, the uh, Protoss one. What's it called? Legacy of the Void. Because they haven't talked about that in a long time. Um, but yeah, the fact that this D3 one is right up next the, uh, up against the WoW movie panel where we know we're going to get some kind of teaser or trailer or, or footage or something, that makes me feel like they are pushing it to the side a little bit. That it's not going to be that big of a deal. That it might just be... Hey, we've got more ideas for content patches and we're thinking about adding whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be something good there. But is it going to be great? Like, a, I don't think it's an expansion announcement unless now they could do this. They'll usually hit on all their big tiers during the uh, opening ceremonies and Morheim very well could announce a new expansion there. And if he did, I'd be happy as a pig in poo. That would be great. And then this uh, what's next thing could go more into it. But I don't know, man. Putting it against the video thing or the uh, the movie thing is, I think that's bad news for us. Saturday, there's another panel. These are only the, the only two major panels, by the way. I will be getting some interviews, PR willing, uh, while I'm there in the press area to try to lock down some actual Diablo devs and get some of their perspectives. So uh, that'll be for this show. So we'll watch for those. But anyway, Saturday, you have the Evolving Reaper of Souls panel. Which my guess is just looking at what's already out and what their thinking is and, you know, their philosophies and that kind of stuff. Again, all good stuff. But none of this leads me to believe there's going to be a huge announcement. Announcement. I don't know. What do you guys think? Email me. Tell me. Call me. Phone numbers. Emails. I mean, do you know the phone number? 206-278-0553. Not enough of you called in this week. I'm disappointed in you people. Uh... Oh, what else? Let's talk about these greater, uh, some comments on the greater rifts and what the hell they're for. Because a lot of people are like, what are, now what are these? Why Why is this different? Why do we need this over standard rifts? Blah, blah, blah. This is what they said in the boards. And I thought it was enlightening because this is not what I thought they were for. But whatever. They say this. For the most part, and that's important, for the most part, because there are other parts. Greater rifts are intended to act like a yardstick or a meter stick. If you uh, believe in the French space points. By which players can measure the power growth of their hero, as opposed to something that is meant to be completed in its entirety. Part of the confusion about the intended role of Greater Rifts might come from the fact that during the public test phase of the game, for 2.10, back in the day, there was a temporary cap in place for testing purposes. And players were able to reach that limit while the PTR was running. And so people thought, hey, I beat a Greater Rift, I won the Rift, right? says, however, this was never intended to allow players to reach the maximum level of what Greater Rifts offer because or after the system went live. 
In fact, for all intents and purposes, the number of greater rift levels currently has no limit. You're supposed to go as long as you can until you die. Right? And how and the fact that you're beating your old times, getting to higher ranks, those things are indicators that your character is progressing, that you've gotten better loot, that you are better specced, that you're using all the right combinations of things. That the last time you ran a rift, uh, you know, you had a different spell equipped to handle, uh, I don't know, AOE, and now you got a new one equipped, and that one's actually doing better for you because you got bonuses on your gear, whatever. That's what these are for. Now, I definitely sense that when I'm playing it, but uh, I also just think they're really fun. I don't think they're meant to just go in and, hey, let's test this real fast. I think there's there's more going on there. But I think at some point, players will probably, like once you get all the ranked up gems, what's the point of running a Greater Rift anymore? Other than just to say, all right, I got these three new pieces. Let's see if I'm actually, you know, can rank higher. I thought it was going to be intended more as a competitive thing. That was my thinking. And there is, there are those hooks in there. And that's why they say for the most part. But um, yeah, the the focus, I guess, is is more on, you know, how's your character doing? Come on in here and try it out, yo. All right. Got another email here from Tom. Tom says, hey, Scott, was playing my wizard the other night. That's not a euphemism. Who barely is able to handle tier one or, t- excuse me, torment one and thought it would be a good idea to join an online T6 game in the hope of getting big upgrades. At the end of the survival rift or several rift runs, I ended up with nothing, not a single upgrade. It's blown my mind that gear dropping in T6 can be worse or can be worse than gear that dropped in master difficulty for me alone. What is up with that? Anyway, loving the show. Keep it up, Tom. All right, Tom. You are just a victim of the, what do you call him earlier? RN Jesus. RN Jesus is not visiting you at the moment. But don't worry. That changes. Um, I've had the same experience, though. I mean, I got that, that set piece that I needed so badly and happened to be a complete upgrade overall. Plus, I now have a better set bonus off a dead body. And I ran a bunch of other stuff earlier that should have yielded all sorts of things. And I kind of got jacked for it. It's just, it's just, that's the whole random part of the number generator part. So you're going to have these things. You just kind of want to be there for when it happens. And I've had plenty of like T6 runs with people where it's amazing and everything I get is incredible. And then I've had runs where it's nothing. And it, when you get nothing, it feels like you're getting screwed. But I think that's just human. That's just our brains kicking in. And that's the delicate thing they have to balance with how they do their number generation. So you're fine, man. Do not stress. Take heart. Put on a happy face. Uh, We continue to get great feedback from you guys. Oftentimes in the form of an email, the Diablo Show at gmail.com. And uh, I got a couple more here I want to read through. Don't forget that phone number to use is 206 278 206-278-0553. If you have a cell phone, I mean, this doesn't cost you anything. Just call them, leave a message. Play it here on the show. Scott, as a League of Legends player, says Gil- Gigmar. Since last or since a month into its launch, I can tell you that the game is seriously lacking in the world in, in the world of podcasts. The top two podcasts are Low Elo, which is great if you like champion impersonations, uh, fan art posts, fan fiction, and little to no actual gameplay insider news. Second is League Cast, which is a weekly movie reviews, uh, which is weekly movie reviews, other video game reviews, personal life updates. 
Those are fun for 10 minutes, but on that show, they have seven that uh, they last 75% of that show. My point hearing you uh, trek through a new game for you that already has incredible popularity would be more fun than what's out there now. Uh, from a straight business stance, it would be an excellent adventure, adventure or venture, as I'm sure you could quickly become the top podcast, Gigmar. All right, here's the problem. What little I played in that game made me limp away in fear. I, it's a very, well, I know not everyone. It's clearly you're not one of them, but there is a very toxic element to that player base. And this is nothing new. People are aware of this. I have a really hard time with that. I prefer to be in communities that foster um, friendliness and playing with each other and having a good time. The reason I play video games in the first place. I know those games are competitive, but I feel like that's a different thing than people being dicks all the time, right? Plus, I know zip about the game uh, in terms of any depth of it. So I would have... You know, it would be the noobishest of newbie podcasts of all noob time. However, you make an interesting point. I've also heard that the, I, I've not listened to any of these shows, so I can't speak to any of them, but I hear, you know, there's some spotty sound quality and things aren't great that way and whatever. I, you know, I could do a nice show. There's no question. I'm not saying I won't. I just, I, I'm on the list of reasons I need some more, some more reasons why I would want to dive in so deep, you know, and why not Dota 2? Why not? I don't know. Whatever else, right? Something to think about. Uh, Final email from John in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York, I assume. Hey, Scott, love the show. That's my Brooklyn accent. I will now stop doing it. Thanks for everything you do. I just, that was me. I just noticed something a week or two ago and... uh, Sorry, that I wish I'd known about long before. And to be fair, I'm probably going to sound like a doofus. Uh, to most of your listeners, but did you know that you can right-click on the tabs of your stash and change their icon? Turns out you can designate specific tabs to help you keep things organized if you want. Saving gear for that new barbarian? Slap his or her face on the tab. Want to separate out gems and crafting mats? You can do that too. Not sure if you can do this on the console? I don't actually think you can. I don't think so. Uh, hopefully that tip will help some of the newer players out there as they join the crusade against the primeval. Thanks and take care, John from Brooklyn. All right, John. Guess what, buddy? Uh, make scoot over, make some room, because I didn't know either. This was totally news to me when I got your email a day or so ago. I was like, "Whoa!" I went in there and I was blown away. Awesome! It's like throwing down the flag with the G key. Like I, I love these little things that I didn't know were in the interface or in the system or in the or in the game. And uh, that's awesome. A couple of little tips, um, but and it's a great one. And thank you again, because again, I didn't know about it. Um, I love that you can quickly turn up up and down volume with control plus or minus. Not all games do that. This game does. Uh, so if you're streaming or something, you need to get your volume way down real quick or crank it up for dialogue real quick or whatever. You just control minus or plus. Works just like you think. Doesn't 10, 10 chunk increments between 0 and 100. So one tap would take you from 90 to 80, for example, if you're going down. And my favorite of all time is the venerable elective mode, which should be on by default, but isn't, and is kind of hidden in the options. But once you turn that on, you can assign spells and abilities to any slot you want instead of being locked into the four types, plus your basic and your advanced on your mouse. That is a good thing, a great thing, in fact. So thanks for that, man. I totally appreciate it. And there's nothing wrong with not knowing things. I know many not things. I know there are many things I don't know. 
Like how to rank up your gems last week. What a giant doof I was. As always, the show is supported in two ways. You can get the loop pinata over at frogpants.com slash store. It is unique to this show. Album art, coasters, stickers, prints, cool stuff, all for the Diablo show. And you can purchase one of those, and that helps out the show a lot. And you get cool stuff. Or you can contribute a little bit of money, just a tiny bit of scratch, to the Frog Pants Patreon at patreon.com slash frogpants. You can find this show at frogpants.com slash Diablo. All the uh, kind of notes from what I talked about. Just kind of quick notes. There's nothing fancy there. It's not like a... I'm not doing like a... What do you call it? A transcription. It's just like, hey, I talked about these things. But uh, you can play the show right there in your browser. You can get to the SoundCloud version of the thing. You can get to the iTunes subscription, the Stitcher subscription. All that stuff is there at frogpants.com slash Diablo. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is our email address. Once again, our phone number is 206 278 and finally, at Diablo, or sorry, at the Diablo Show on Twitter. You can also follow me at Scott Johnson. That's gonna do it. Go rank up your jams, you big bunch of doofuses. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!